For the past four weeks, five, yeah, four weeks, we have been looking at Isaiah chapter 9, and we've been reading verse 6, and you know by now we've been in a series called His Name Shall Be Called. I knew that when the Lord was laying this on my heart that we would end up what would seem like an odd, an odd week, but then the Lord just kind of reminded me, it's not odd at all. Christmas Day, you have a service, so why don't we finish up this day with number five in this five-week series, and that is that Jesus is, and we'll just read the whole verse instead of going right to it. Verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And that's, that's where we are today. Uh, number five, Prince of Peace. And I don't, I don't know of many other things we could look at right this minute that would mean more to everybody as this one right here. And that's Jesus being the Prince of Peace and God giving us not just any kind of peace, but giving us the Prince of Peace. And, you know, peace goes uh, in several directions right now. We've got people that are worried about everything imaginable and the obvious that I will not mention today, but I want to just, just give you a couple of scriptures that I think God would have us to be reminded of today. And the first thing is, I want to remind everybody in this room right now that He spoke peace when He was on this earth. And He can still speak peace today. Now, you know, we don't have to worry about overcrowding in here today at all. And um, I'm, I mean this for the ones of you that are here. And if we had... 50,000 people in a stadium, I'd say the same thing, that everybody in here, we all need the Lord to be able to speak peace into something going on in our life. And in the fourth chapter of Mark's gospel, verse 39, a very familiar scripture, uh, a story rather, the Bible says, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. I don't know of many terms that could, could quite, uh, or, or scenarios that could kind of cover what is going on, not just in the world, but in our lives. We, we live in a very chaotic, and I'm going to be honest with you all, that if I didn't know the Lord right now, I, I, would, I would be pulling my hair out. I mean, I really would. I, I would be going crazy because, um, you know, I kind of like to know what's going on. And everybody tells you they know what's going on. But I want to just give you a, a, a free newsflash. Nobody knows what's going on but God and His Word and the people of God that are in His Word. No, nobody else, don't let anybody fool you. Nobody knows what's going on but the one that holds time in His hand. And... This day that I'm living in and we're all living in together, it, it seems 
the equivalent of being out in the middle of the ocean in a two-man John boat and 30-foot waves. And Jesus knows this. And that's why God gave us the Savior that he gave us because he knew, God knew, our Father, our Heavenly Father knew that we would run into things like this and other things in our lives that, that we, we wouldn't have time to wait on a prayer like we do. Prayers getting out. We would just need a Savior to stand up and say, Peace, be still. And the winds and the waves of our life would calm right down. And I just want to assure you that the Lord is able in the midst of this day that we're living in, God is still able to speak peace and a great calm come over us. And, and I know that, that we've got a, a, a long, hard rowing, uh, road in front of us, but the whole way, the Prince of Peace is still able and he's still speaking peace today. The Bible tells us a, a, a different story than we hear any other place, really, especially this time of year. You know, we got a manger scene set up right behind us and all this, and you think of sweet baby Jesus in that feeding trough and all that, but he made it very clear that he, and this is where people get this confused. Jesus is our peace. Jesus speaks peace. But he didn't come down here to, to give peace. When he came, there would be peace on earth, but he didn't come to, to, to give that peace. He was that peace, but he didn't come to give that. In fact, he said in Luke's gospel, chapter 12, verse 51, he said, Suppose ye that I am come to give peace on the earth? I tell you nay, but rather division or a sword, the Bible tells, Matthew tells us in his gospel. And, and that's why the body of Christ is, is under attack after attack after attack, and it's only going to escalate and get worse. And people want to throw that up. If we serve a good God, why does he let this happen? And why does this happen? And why does this uh, take place in front of us? And, and the people that sing the praises of God, we are all singled out. We are scrutinized. We're, we are muted and muzzled and put in a... And we're talked about because the Lord said, when you follow me, people are going to hate you. When you follow me, men are going to want to kill you. They're going to despise you. They hated me. They're going to hate you. And, and he wants us to know that when he came to this earth, he came and he knew he was going to be in another passage. He said, I, I'm a stumbling stone. I'm a rock of offense. He knew that's what he, he was going to be very controversial because he was a God of righteousness and holiness. And he was also the God of peace, but people didn't want that. And even though he didn't come down here to bring peace to this earth, he did do something for us, the ones of us that love him and believe. He, he left the earth when he got through with his work. He left the earth and he left me and you with peace and he gave it to us. And the world is clueless on this. In John 14, 27, he said it like this. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace, the peace that he, he says, my peace I give unto you. And the world's got, you know, a fake imitation like they do of everything else. He said, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, 
neither let it be afraid. So even though he came down here to bring division and a sword, when he left here to go up, he left me and you with peace. Peace that passes understanding. Peace that's able to calm waves like we talked about. Peace that's able to come over us and take control of us even when everything else in our lives seems to be going dead and down and it's bad. And there's only peace in Jesus. And the last scripture I want to I share with you is in John chapter 16. And I quote this a lot, and if you've, if you've paid attention now, you've, you've heard this. These things I have spoken unto you. And listen to this. this is, man, I, I say this is heavy right here. That in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And although this seems like we are living in uh, tribulation, Sunday morning I'm going to be talking about the perilous times that we are living in that the Bible talks about. But, but we are guaranteed to, to have tribulation in our lives we, because the Lord says when we get to heaven, we don't, we don't even have to worry about it. You know what? I had a, probably a weird conversation with the Lord the other day. This might seem like I'm getting off track, but uh, it was three years ago today when we had to say goodbye to my mama or really, man, you get to go now. You know, I like to say it like that, especially right now. I really like to say it like that. But I was thinking about her the other day, and when, when I, was, I, I was going through all these things in my mind about, about, you know, her going away, that she and, and all of us have loved ones or people we, we know and we care about that's gone on, but, but these people get to leave everything in, in, down here, and, and they're resting in the arms of the Lord right now, and, and I... I had this, this just, just brief little moment, and, and I said, Lord, you know what? I, I really wish, because you know, y'all know I can get, I can get uh, emotional really easy, but I'm not doing that right now because I love you too much to, to go squalling. But I, I said, Lord, you know, I, I know you said there'll be no tears in heaven, but I really wish you would let me just cry one time when I get up there. I just would love to cry because, and, and not because I'm sad naturally, but I just, and, I, and, I, and it's like the Lord says, man, there's going to be so much going on up here. You ain't going to be studding crying. He didn't say that because I don't think God says studding. But that's the way I felt, that, I, I, that it's going to be so good in heaven. And, and, and the Lord knew that you and I would be left here for such a time as this. And, and he knew we would be like Paul. If you've never quoted this verse, I guarantee you, even if you want to admit it, you've thought about it. You know, for me to live is Christ, but to die is gain. And, you know, that's gone through my mind so many times in the past several months. But the Lord knew 2,000 years ago that we would, we would get to a point in our lives where it would be very, very hard to, to keep having a desire to live down here and want to be down here. And he says, wait a minute, I'm going to do something for you that's going to help out with that. Because remember, I went down there and I lived through it for 33 years, so I know all about it. So he says, I'm not just going to take my peace back with me that I brought down here that I was. He said, but I'm going to 
leave my peace with you. I'm going to give it to you because I know what's going on. I know what's going to transpire and what's going to happen, and I want to leave that with you. He said, in the world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. And this is what I think, and I said I wasn't going to say anything about what, you know, the pandemic or anything like that because I don't want to dignify it on the Lord's day. I don't want to do that. But I'll tell you, we ought to be labeled now, I mean the church, the body of Christ, we ought to be labeled and known more for having an overcomer type spirit and attitude, people that are of peace, people that have peace, even when people hear about the tribulation going on in our lives, even when people hear about all the negative things that go on, we ought to be labeled by this world on our way out. Man, you know what? I don't know how he did it. I don't know how they went through that, how they made it. But the whole time, it's like they had a peace about them the whole time. And we do have a peace about them because the Lord gave us this peace. He said, I'm leaving it with you. And in the world, there's just going to be chaos and tribulation. But we don't, we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to be that way. And I want to pray for for you tonight because I, I want you to know that that's one of those promises that I talked about earlier in the week that the Lord gave us and the Lord left for it, it's his peace and and I want you to know that that God is not going to withdraw or he's not he, he he's not uh, sick and showing symptoms right now so he's not able to respond I want you to know that God's able to give you peace that you can't even explain to people that's dumbfounded by the way you are able to carry yourself. And that's what I want to pray. It's that peace that I said a while ago that passes understanding. So if you'll just, I, you know, I don't want you to stand. I just want you to close your eyes right where you are. And Father, we are in a time that you knew 2,000 years ago, Lord, we would, we would be here. And God, and all the things that you made sure of, that Jesus purged our iniquities and he, Lord, made sure that there was a way home. God, you equally made it clear and you made sure that we would have peace on this earth through you, Jesus. And Father, I pray because we know that we're in the middle of times that we've never seen before and you said we'll have tribulation we'll even have persecution we'll have all kind of battles we face but God you said you would give and leave peace to your people and help us to know that a son was given a child was born not just a wonderful counselor a mighty God not just an everlasting father and not just someone acquainted with peace but God I thank you that you left us with the Prince of Peace. And God, and I pray for this church tonight, Father, that they would walk and rest, and Lord, and live every day knowing that you've given us perfect peace. You've given us peace, as I've said, that we don't even know how to describe except for it's the peace of God. And Lord, you told us to let that peace rule and reign in our hearts. God, when our friends mock us, when we are 
shunned, when we are, Lord, just ignored by friends and people that, Lord, we would think would want to be a part of our lives. God, in the name of Jesus, I pray today that we would walk in that peace, O oh Lord. And I pray we'd be peacemakers. You said blessed is the peacemaker. And I thank you, Lord, that you're in control. I thank you, Lord, that you never leave us. You never forsake us. I thank you, Lord, because I know the peace speaker, the one that spoke that night on that boat. I thank you, Lord, because there's a lot of boats that are rocking back and forth. People don't know what to do, Lord. He controls can speak peace all over you and your situation. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that people would go in the peace that only comes from you. I pray, Lord, that we would allow you to lift up all these loads these burdens these cares that's constantly weighing the body of Christ down and speak peace Lord I pray you would be with the church but God I pray we would be in your word we would be on our knees Lord like never before I thank you again for what you did for us 
God, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. If the Lord doesn't call us home, we will see you here in person Sunday morning at 1030. God bless you and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.